everyone, Elodie here and welcome to a new episode of the Pint of Science podcast. Today we are with Christina Perez. Hi, Christina. Hello. I said Perez with a very French accent. That's fine. And Shaline Fazal. Hi, Shaline. Hello. So, Christina, you're the chapter manager for Sheffield. You're going to, uh, for actually for East Midlands in, in Pint of Science, you're going to explain all of that to us uh, just after. And Shaline, you're the coordinator for Pint of Science Cambridge. So yep. those are the pint of science titles and, and things you do, and you're going to explain it to us later. But what is uh, your day job? You know, it feels a bit like you're a superhero. By day, you're Clark Kent. And who are you by night? <laughs> so who, like, what kind of Clark Kent are you by day? Maybe, Christina, you can explain. Yes. Uh, so my alter ego is uh, yeah. I'm a researcher at the University of Manchester. I'm mm -hmm. uh I looked into genetics of tumor predisposition syndromes, uh, basically just looking for uh, changes, DNA changes that cause certain syndromes and also looking at the differences between, you know, certain changes might produce uh, a type of tumor or a tumor that's maybe more aggressive. And so okay. that kind of thing. So that's kind of my day job at the, at the moment. Okay. That sounds so much cooler. <laughs> and you, Shelley? Um, mine's, mine's slightly different. I am currently a postdoc at the University of Cambridge. Uh, I have two slightly different hats on. So one, I worked around Huntington's disease and looked at seeding and propagation in that uh, because people seem to think it could be prion-like disease, but very split field. And now what I'm mainly focused on is stem cell therapies and Parkinson's disease, uh, okay. which is super cool especially now that there's a lot of clinical trials that are going on around it. And I've slightly changed tact in the last couple of days. Uh, so I've taken on a research manager position as well. So I've got several hats on. Okay. That is also super cool. Yeah, it is really super cool. So you're both uh, into science. So this is your day job. And for Pint of Science, so I, I said your titles. But what are you actually doing? So Shalin, do you want to start? Uh, that's a very loaded question. Um, yes. What am I actually doing? So I got asked to take this on uh, from people last year who were our coordinators. And I think they saw the enthusiasm of wanting to really organize stuff, even mm -hmm. though I wasn't an official team relay. So what I've been doing currently is obviously we're at the phase of, you know, getting your volunteers together, organizing them into different teams trying to figure out, you know, what themes should we run based on how mm -hmm. popular they were last year. Mm -hmm. uh, so we've managed to successfully do that. Uh, I've got a decent amount of volunteers. The problem is, is that when you have one theme that is not as engaged, so I'm currently trying to juggle and figure out whether I give two themes more nights so that mm -hmm. they can have more events. And currently I've managed to secure all the venues which okay. I thought I'd take the stress off from the teams because when I did it last year, that was the biggest stress is going mm -hmm. back and forwards of, uh, is the venue going to reply? Can we do this? Can we not? So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now. So basically a coordinator is the person in the city that helps the team organize the events. Yeah, right. exactly. I, I would basically go to the equivalent of Christina for advice yeah. and help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, and then we have what we call the event managers, which are the people that are actually finding the pubs, normally finding the pubs and finding the speakers as well, right? Yeah. And running the nights. And so you, Christina, you're, as we, I said, Shailene, she's out to introduce that. So your chapter manager, what is it exactly? Yes. What does it mean? Yeah, I know. Well, I always say that my job is very easy because I literally, I basically rely on the coordinator. So a chapter manager is basically there to support the coordinators, to Mm -hmm. do everything that they need to do, to direct their teams and and organize their events and liaise with the central team, which is sort of um, kind of helping out with all the um running the website and the publicity yeah. uh, sometimes and communication uh contact with p- possible sponsorships all those things that are kind of run by the central team and so the chapter managers are kind of the go-to people and mm-hmm. the first point of contact basically for the coordinators the city coordinators if they have any issues or questions or they need support in something so we're kind of there to help or we try at least um, <laughs> to answer any questions and to sort of like make things as easy as possible and help them run things as smoothly as possible. Yeah, yeah it's like that exactly, and it's regional. So coordinators for one city and chapter yes. managers for several cities. So it's more like yes. yeah, you have little um, region with all your cities that you're trying to help and coordinate. Yes. So yeah, because it became so big that we need that kind of organization, right? <laughs> Yes, exactly. Because we have, like, I don't know, is it 52 cities now or is it more than that? Like, no, it's a bit, it's a bit less in the UK. In UK, I think it's uh, 39 this year. Okay. It's not, it's not that many in the UK. I'm going way above. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I yeah. think it was, it was more than that before COVID and now it's back to 39, which is already quite a lot because for those who are listen to us that are not really sure how the festival is going you have several cities at the same time and each city you have several pubs going on and then if you look at the world's kind of point of view you have several countries also at the same time so the scale is crazy so even if it's 39 cities it's not just 39 events it's a lot of events actually to to deal with um, so okay, thank you for for sharing what you're doing in Pint of Sense. It's quite interesting how we 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 are trying to scale from event managers, which are the people that are actually organizing, like properly being there, running the nights, and then you have the coordinators that are coordinating, like hence the name, uh, the cities and the teams, and sometimes like you do, Shalin, also organizing because some teams need really help and feels like it's. It's helping them more and removing some stress out of them. And you have the chapter manager and then the national team, basically, that organizes everything. Uh, so this is your superhero work. Well, we <laughs> allowed to flip it onto you because technically you're the mega superhero out of all of us. <laughs> no, Pravin Cole is the mega superhero. She's the founder of Pint of Sense UK and the director. I just want to say, yes, I, if we're going to use kind of superhero analogies, I mean, she's kind of the director of the League of Justice or something yes, like that. Exactly. Like she is the kind of top, it's it's our M or, our, um, yeah. I don't know, yeah. I'm running out of analogies. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Um, and so I'm the, I'm the international director, so, and also the French director, so I'm the Previn in France, and I help new countries as well. So every time you see a, a new country popping in, it means uh, I babysitted them to create uh, the festival from scratch. 
which is a bit of um, you know challenge as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yes, uh, but it's it's pretty cool because um, kind of sense you have different rules and you can go from one to another. So we're gonna we're gonna discuss about that in a minute. Actually, how you don't always you know start coordinator. Sometimes you start event manager. I started actually in a weird role because uh, I was university coordinator. So when we started Pint of Science, we had event managers, but we didn't have city coordinator like you, Shalin. It was more yeah. like universe by university. So I started organizing UCL in London. That was the first year, 11 years ago, first time I did it. And then I went on creating the French branch. But it's quite interesting how even internationally, it's it's quite fun to see how people are moving from being a speaker sometime uh, in one country and then bringing it, for example, Singapore. She was a speaker in Paris and then she started, um, she wanted to bring it in Singapore. So she created it in Singapore. And some people, you know, are moving from one place to another. It always feels like this game, I don't know how it's called in English. It's uh, Seven Family in French. Uh, Shaline, maybe you can help. Yeah, there's not the equivalent in... Uh... So basically, it's like, you know, you have a family and you're asking for like, oh, from this family, I want the granddad. And you're ex exchanging cards until you have the full family. And it feels really like pint of sense. We're doing that with, with everyone. And it's amazing. So it's an amazing network of uh, volunteers that are organizing the, the festival. I was talking about the very beginning. So the question is, how did you find out about the festival the very, very first time? So who wants to go first? I think Christina should go first. I'll go. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was at Imperial when, uh, so I was, I was working with Praveen and Misha in, well, in the same department. Um, yeah. Uh, with Praveen, same group as well, when this yeah. idea came about. And I mean... I, I will I will not relate this because they've already talked about it in another podcast uh, yeah. episode and it's brilliant. But I was there and so they sort of basically recruited from their pool of colleagues. They came yes. out, they told us, look, we have this idea. Do you want to, you know, do you want to do it with us? And we said, yes, okay. And like you said, Elodie, at the beginning, it was all kind of like, well, who wants to do this? And so I was doing publicity coordinator that that year yeah. with other people and I was helping with um, different pubs in in London as well and that one year we only had a few universal we had Imperial and and so UCL yeah. and, and King's College in, in London King's. and then Cambridge and Oxford I think that was it Cambridge and yeah, Oxford so it kind of, yeah it was very very small compared to what it is now it was small so, and yeah. messy it, yeah, but it was it was great. I think even from that moment, we kind of knew this is a great idea. Particularly when we, you know, like when we managed to just get to the point of do, do the um the event the events, and yeah. it just blew up. It was amazing. Like I remember just Twitter, like people kind of tweeting at the same time, and yeah. everybody kind of coming together, and it just became this kind of thing even at that point when it was kind of like a small thing, but it was really, really uh, interesting. Like the, vi the vibe was beautiful. So yeah, that was yeah. my kind of first encounter with Point of Science. And so from the very, very, very beginning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mine's, well, mine is kind of from the beginning as well, just a different angle. So I wasn't in the heat of it, but I was in the same lab as Elodie when she took on organizing uh, UCL way back when. And it was mainly through her. So I was vicariously living through her 
through her all the organization so i'm gonna go with i've been involved in pint of science since the very beginning from like behind the scenes desperately so what designs have you gone with and or what speakers are you gonna choose and then yeah ever since like i've either gone to the events year on year and what i love is the diversity so like Mm -hmm. whether it's the diversity in the different speakers or the themes and you can learn so much stuff about something you have zero clue about like I, I walk out, I remember, I think two years in, I'd gone, I think maybe the 2014 or 2015 one, I'd gone to a astronomy one. And I thought, oh yeah, I've walked out an astronomist now. I know what I'm talking about. Um, so yeah, mine is through Elodie. I've like lived vicariously. Yeah, and yeah. you started, it's quite cool because you started as attendee, actually. You went to the first ones. Yeah, and now you're organizer, so I quite like as well how we're recruiting people, and that that's quite often that are there that are listening to Pine Science, and and then become uh, or like Christina was saying, it even from a small and like you said messy idea, it's clearly Mm -hmm. so good that it manages to keep people on. So it's not as if you do it once and then you're like, "Mm, okay, that's that's enough. But you can have people like me who've gone from the very bottom attendee sort of level and then worked upwards, so to speak. Or you've gone, stayed at the top and then like you've moved across. And yeah, so I think that's actually the nicest thing about Final Science. Yeah. Yeah. And people moving countries and still doing it as well. I think that's amazing because... You know, it really feels like it's not because you're moving away, then actually you stop doing it. And I think, Christina, you didn't move away from country, but you moved from cities. And I think Pint of Science helped you in a way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We we did that one 2013, I think, yeah. was the first yeah, yeah. one. Um, and in 2014, I moved city. So, um, and I had, I had a baby and then I had mm-hmm. like, we, we moved cities so my partner, who's uh, who's also a researcher, and he had a postdoc. He was working as a postdoc at the university in Sheffield, and so we we just moved because we were in different cities and we had a baby, and that was kind of untenable. So when I finished my postdoc at Imperial, I thought, okay, well, I'll move to Sheffield, and that was really tricky because I was a little bit stuck. Um, I didn't know where else to go. It was really difficult to find other uh, positions within research. I was a little bit disconnected and find the science. So I had a little bit of a hiatus in that year. And then 2016, Praveen contacted mm-hmm. me to say, do you want to come back and help us if, if um, you know, if you have time? And I thought, yes, I've got loads of time. Of course I, I want to <laughs> come. And it was such a great connection to go back and to realize, you know, like being a scientist is not, it's not just being in the lab or being, you know, like yeah. writing something and publishing papers. It's so much more than than that. And it's so empowering. And it was so lovely to have that uh, sense of community as well with the with the audiences and with the coordinators and with the speakers. And it was really, really important to me. And it's just really helped me through really hard times as well. And it was so, you know, like it was kind of the steady thing. And it was really, really important for me to have that and I will kind of forever be grateful for that it was just lovely yeah. uh, this is actually I'm moving away now and I'm quite the first thing I looked was is there a pint of science team in the city and there is and I'm like okay this is good this is gonna be my first social contact absolutely it's like a family like you said like even just going going to a different country and thinking oh 
maybe I can start buying to science here or mm-hmm. maybe yeah. and I think that's is one of the greatest things to uh, be able to create this platform where people can say and I think that was actually it is our mission and it's officially our mission isn't it but where people can say oh I want to do this how can I do this and 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 for Pine to Science to say oh here it is there's kind of the template um yeah you can you can do it go ahead and you know it's almost like a lego set it was like there you go exactly there you put the bits together and and we help you with the kind of overall uh, blueprint of it and that exactly. that's been amazing yeah exactly and for you Shaline is there anything that Pint of Sense has done like did it help you in a way oh it did a lot in the sense of very valuable in terms of learning new stuff yeah like you say it's a social event where you know you kind of explore outside of what you do and mm-hmm. it's it's a breath of fresh air because yeah. you become one of the lay audience for a lot of the topics yeah. and a lot of the themes, which as a yeah. scientist, you kind of forget because you're so driven and so focused on your project. You only talk to people who are working in the similar field. So you yeah. it's all very high level. And sometimes you just you want a bit of a step back and you think, oh, yeah, yeah. this is perfect. It's a chilled atmosphere, you know. You look at scientists a lot of the times. I remember when I was doing my PhD and you had professors walking past you and you just think, oh, they're unattainable. I'm never going to get there. And then you go to Pint of Science and I remember uh, Matthew Walker did one, I think. And I I kind of thought, oh, he's just just come to me and and is having a conversation with me. But I'm like a a PhD student. Why does he talk to me? Um, I think that was the biggest thing is it's one of those like very surreal moments where you you just put a different hat on and yeah. there's there's just no judgment you can take as much from it as you want um yeah I I think that's been the main thing and it's clearly kept me interested enough that when I'm not you know attending I'm yeah. wanting to try and be an event manager and then when I got asked to do coordinator I was like yeah yeah absolutely yeah so, because it's been it's been few years you want to participate right yep Organizing uh, it. Well, yeah yeah a long time it was because it started through you and I was like I want to be involved yeah. in all of this um but yeah it was it's so popular that a lot of the times it was you know we've got too many volunteers but obviously keep trying and so I was like yes yeah. I'm gonna keep trying um so yeah I made it and I'm super yeah. happy I made it um and but you made yeah, it to coordinator <laughs> exactly um so no it's it's definitely positive thing and um yeah. a lot of people I've talked to about pint of science or who've approached me think exactly the same that it's just a very different thing so it's absolutely yeah. genius idea yeah yeah it's yeah. it's and it, I think the thing that I'm the most happy slash proud slash I quite like I quite find it fun is when it still happens I go to places like I think I went I gave a lecture on science communication a few months ago and it was PhD students, uh, PhD students class. And then one of them was like, oh yeah, one really good place to give talks if you want to start uh, science communication. It's really relaxed. It's paint of science, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, yes, yes, I love it. <laughs> and, and, and the guy looked at me and he was like, who's this crazy lady? Because I, I was in the audience and I didn't give my talk yet. So he didn't know who I was. And he was a bit looking at me like, okay, she's really keen on paint of science, but whatever. And then I gave my talk, you know, and I started explaining who, like what I was doing in paint of science. And he was like, 
oh, you know, like why I was doing it. Say, oh, yeah, okay. So it was really cool because, you know, I still hear um, people talking about Pint of Science to me or to others. And, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is really great. And, and I think it went around quite a lot. Uh, and now it's, you know, at the very beginning, it, it was a bit more complicated to get the, the word about it. But now you actually have people uh, talking about Pint of Science to you. And it's always good fun because it's like, yeah, I know. I know Pint of Science. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard of it slightly. Not sure exactly what it is, but yeah, I've heard of it. Uh, and and it's, it's pretty fun. When that happens, and, and making uh, but, connections too. Yes, making connection is is well, definitely. This is like a huge network, and for you, definitely, Christina. And anything else because you connected, you've had various roles, right? So you were a publicity manager at the very beginning. So I was at the very beginning. I was a publicity coordinator. Um, yes, but then I've been chapter manager since I came back in 2016. But but also, I think in general even though, you know, I've been involved with Pine Science because it's so big, like you said, it's just it's got to be this big thing. It's impossible yeah. to meet everybody who's been involved. And, oh, yes. and so I sometimes hear of people or I kind of, um, I discover some researchers from the podcast even and just kind of following their work. And it's just so interesting as well to kind of have those connections. Uh, I have, I, I met uh, one of the coordinators who, uh, like was previous coordinator in one of the cities it was, was not my city but now I kind of follow uh, them on Twitter because they're just yeah. amazing and it's just one of those things that you, you know like you connect with people in that way and I feel like with uh, Shaleen what you were saying about you know people who seem unattainable yeah. but really they're just kind of normal people right and I feel yeah. like that's also part of what Pint of Science brings exactly to try and get people connect. to understand that yes but also the, the audience to understand that Yes. Uh, researchers and scientists they're all normal people within your communities they're just they're your friends they're your family it's all the same you know they're not or we're not kind of like this unattainable group over there um we're all the same kind of thing like yeah. it's not so that's that's been brilliant I think that's another thing that I got from Pine Science that sort of connection is lovely all of that is very very cool and we're actually approaching the end of the podcast so my last question is going to be, do you have any anecdotes, something fun that happened or not fun or whatever, but, you know, something that happened that really, like, you kept in mind from those years in Pint of Science? I have two. Am I allowed Ooh. two? Yes, you're yes. allowed yes. So one is more of a fangirling moment where <laughs> um, I cannot remember for the life of me which year it was, but I yeah, have a fine. feeling... It might have just been Praveen who was on the BBC One show. Ah, yeah, the BBC uh, 2015, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I remember <laughs> sitting in front of the screen and I was like, oh, I know about this. And I was like, I know who that person is. And then through Elodie, I know exactly what the process is. And now she's on TV and she's talking about it. And I just thought, one day, maybe I'll actually get to meet her. So that's still on my list. I haven't oh, quite okay. made haven't quite okay. made it there, but I'm hoping I will get there. Okay. Um, and another one, which is a funny story. Well, I hope it's funny. It was from last year when uh, I was organized. I was uh, event manager. One of the speakers that I suggested for one of the nights is uh, someone I know very well. So she's a PhD student who's working around uh, the gut microbiome in Parkinson's mm -hmm. disease. And she's designed her own poo scale. 
Oh, oh wow. Oh, oh yeah, I've yeah. seen that on Twitter. Exactly. So Marta, I thought, would be perfect for this. And she's Portuguese, so she's very animated, great at presenting. And I remember her saying to me, okay, so I need to do this. So what is expected of me? And I said, well, you know, it's very informal. The idea is that it's a lay audience and you need to kind of relay what you're doing. And she decided to do the blue poo challenge. However, with a twist, because usually you're supposed to add the blue dye to uh, muffins, I think, and eat okay. the muffin and then relay the information of how long the digestion has taken. Uh, but okay. she decided so how long to... you had blue in your poo, right? Okay. Yes. Because um, okay. one of the data uh, points she was showing as part of her PhD is that she's done that with her cohort. So she showed okay. a few graphs and then she basically ended her talk with, well, you guys can take part as well. And please feel free to let me know what the trajectory is. So what she did was she literally put blue food dye on every individual's table and was like, just add a few drops to your drink. The amount of audience participation was incredible. And the amount of blue tongues you had across the audience and even better, she actually got people's responses after the oh, oh my god i just like amazing so, so people were actually replying to say it's still blue yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. Blue. yeah oh yeah. great that's brilliant so i'd say those I are my this. two stand out okay okay oh, this, is, this is a really great one christina do you have any to, to end uh, up the podcast in a, an anecdote kind of I related all of them but one of the things that I always remember about that first year um, we submitted an application I mean this is not because I'm petty and I don't take re rejection <laughs> um, lightly but uh, we submitted an application for um, one of the major funders I'm not going to say who um, nope. to you know to get funding for the but to get the uh, the festival going and uh, we didn't get it and one of the the reviews or the, the comments from one of the reviewers was There are just too many, too many events yep. like this before, you know, like it's just, it's just kind of the same as the, the other things that are available. And I always go back to that because I just know, I mean, how wrong could you possibly be? <laughs> you know what? Uh, you might have been the same person actually. Uh, but yeah, it, I had exactly the same thing the first year. I went to see someone, and I'm not going to say the name, but that is very um, important in science communication in London. Mm -hmm. And that person told me it's not going to work. And I left, I don't know how you, it was for you, but I left the meeting crying. And I told Misha and Pravin that, you know, uh, it was okay, but they couldn't help us money-wise. And I never said that they said it wouldn't work because, um, you know, it was already too crowded or whatever. And then when it worked, I told them and I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, I, in my case, because it was just the application, I never knew who the reviewer was. Yeah. It was just kind of yeah. like the application came yeah. back and that was one of the comments. I, I don't, you know, like because Misha and Praveen were so positive and, you know, yep. they made it work too. Um, yes. So it wasn't, it felt like, well, whatever. But it, it always makes me like think back and, and how, yeah. you know, like clearly, no, they didn't understand what the idea was because um, it is generally something, something else. I just feel like it's always kind of been something completely different. It's, it's very unique absolutely yes. so it, yeah so that, that's yeah, the thing that kind of stayed with me like hmm you were wrong mystery yes, reviewer 
and it were, yeah, Mr. Reviewer, you were wrong and we did it. And yeah, and yeah it's amazing. So uh, this year, I'm just going to end up by saying the dates for this year. So this year is 22nd to 24th of May. Um, I'm not sure when the podcast is going to be released, but before that. So um, in April, the program is going to be out. And I hope you enjoyed the episode. I really enjoyed talking to you both. It's really nice having your point of view and your history with Mind of Science. So thank you, Christina. Thank you, Shalin. Thank you so much. We will be back soon with more stories. Bye. Bye. Bye.